0: Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy.
1: You're welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy, live from our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock. Now, what do we want to talk about on this latest podcast? The government has announced that it will not put a cap on the number of refugees from Ukraine who want to come to Ireland, the Minister for Justice, Helen McEntee, has said. She said the numbers coming to Ireland are small compared to other countries. The government is exploring all options uh, in response to reports that tents are being considered. However, tents would be a last resort. The primary concern and objective for all refugees arriving into the country is that they're safe. Now, of the 13,548 refugees who had arrived up to last Saturday, 7,000 had sought accommodation. The remainder had gone to stay with family or friends who are already in Ireland. State-owned lands are being examined for the potential to provide accommodation. Religious orders had also offered buildings and grounds. In a moment, we're going to be speaking to a Dublin man uh, who is homeless. And can't understand why the government can easily look after potentially up to 100,000 refugees, yet can't look after our own uh, homeless. There are 9,150 homeless adults and children in emergency accommodation, according to latest figures. A total of 1,119 families are homeless. With 2,563 children without a home, there are 4,788 single people accessing emergency accommodation. So we have, as we have had for many years, a very serious homeless crisis. We're not the now, only country to
2: have it, by the way. No, obviously. Homelessness is not something that's unique to Ireland. And Irish people, a lot of Irish people are so insular, they don't know what goes on in it. Like, if you've ever watched a documentary about India, you will see in, in cities like um, Delhi, Uh, You will see on one side of the street a Lamborghini parked and on the other side of the street you'll see a a baby out sleeping in a paper bag. That's how bad it is. So homelessness is a worldwide problem. It's something we're never going to get rid of. No country is ever going to get rid of homelessness. We have to accept that and deal with it and try and help them as best we can. Another thing that's important uh, before we start off this conversation is the figures that you just gave out there. 1,119 families are homeless at the moment. So when people hear that. that is shocking, by the way. It's disgusting. But when people hear that, the first thing that pops into their mind is "Does a five-year-old child uh, sleeping on the streets at night. That is not the case, okay? So you have to be careful when using the word homeless that we understand what homeless means. There's two types of homeless people. There are the homeless people that you might pass if you're walking down Grafton Streets at 7 o'clock in the morning who are sleeping in the doorways uh, with paper boxes covering Disgusting, absolutely Disgusting. No need for it at all. There's those homeless. And then there's people who are living in either a sheltered accommodation or hotels, mm-hmm. okay? So we have to differentiate between that, okay? There is no child, to the best of my knowledge, and I'm open to correction, maybe some of you listening can correct me, but to the best of my knowledge, there's no child living rough on the streets or sleeping in doorways at the moment, correct? Not that I'm aware of either. As you
1: said, uh, maybe we stand to be uh, corrected on this. The the Irish
2: government spends a huge... uh, You know, a lot of people believe the Irish government, they don't do enough for homelessness, but they
1: don't do nothing either. Okay, Okay, but the the argument from this guy that we're going to talk to in a second is if we're able to magic up accommodation for up to Uh, 100,000 people, maybe 200,000, in fact, the government has said there's no cap, on the amount that we can uh, take in yeah. if we're able to magic up these places for these people to live how come we haven't been able to do it for our it's own a, it's a different scenario how it's is it a, a different a scenario
2: okay first of all and again a lot of you won't agree with this but I'm just stating my opinion and what I believe to be fact a lot of these Ukrainian refugees that have come into the country where are they staying with with who? With relatives, with families, yeah, and families that are already, well. already here. Yeah. I know two families who've taken in um, U- Ukrainian refugees. They, I I would myself, and I genuinely would, as God is my witness, I would take them in if we had the room. I just don't have room in my house. I know you do have room in your palatial manner that you're <laughs> that you're you're considering. I believe we have you're consi- considered it. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. Um, And I would. Now, the difference is, and this is what homeless Irish are up against when. Supposing the Ukrainian disaster never happened, okay, and the government went on the 6 o'clock news this evening and said, we have um, 9,000 homeless adults in Ireland at the moment. Will you please take one into your house? Why do you think that Irish people were quicker to take in Ukrainian? uh, Well, that's a very good question. Well, I'm going to give you the answer from what I believe. But why do you think that Irish families, as soon as they heard about this disgusting tragedy that's happened in Ukraine, they said, we'll take a family in? Whereas if, you know, uh, the Simon community or Peter McFerry went on the news tonight and said, we've 9,150 homeless people, adults in Ireland at the moment. Will you please, please take them in? Why do you think Irish people wouldn't jump to take in their own first? I don't know is the honest answer to that. What's your take on it? Here's what I believe. And again, I'm open to correction. This is what this show is called, Opinions Matter. It's not just about my opinion. If you disagree with what you're hearing... You know the number you can message in. My belief is that there's a perception, whether it's right or wrong, that the majority of people who are homeless uh, have addiction issues. And let's be honest, and you can't blame someone, is not going to be very quick to take in somebody who has addiction issues. Would you take in a drug addict to stay in your front room in your parlour? And whatever? bang your heroin while you yeah. No. Now, no. that's not to say that every single person that is homeless in Ireland has addiction issues. Of course they don't. But a lot have psychological issues. Um, th- this is just a fact, a fact that, the, that I'm stating here. And that is the reason, um, that is the, the difference there. You know, you can all get up on your moral high horse and you can virtue signal about this and all that, but there's not one of you listening that would take a, a drug addict uh, into your house to sleep okay, in. Okay, I, I, I want so that, you to...
1: That's the, that's the difference. Okay, I want you to have a listen to the message. We're going to be talking to this guy live in a couple of minutes, but I want to play the message that uh, Anthony originally uh, sent in to us, okay? He sent this in to us um, earlier today. Have a listen to his message and then we're going to be talking to him, but we want to get your reaction to this message on 085. Eight two five twenty six twenty six. Being a
3: homeless person myself, I'm currently in transitional housing. Homeless people here are running from wars, Uh, wars like uh, sexual abuse, physical, mental abuse, domestic abuse, alcohol and drug addiction. They're wars, you know, where people, uh, especially in addiction, a lot of people are hurt along the way. I'm also I'm a recovering uh, addict, drug addict, and alcoholic. six and a half months clean and sober now thanks with the help of god and with the great support system i have around me as regards to the 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 ukrainians coming in i am all for that in fact the place where i am i told them that i would actually give up my bed for a ukrainian refugee and i would sleep on the floor myself however that doesn't excuse the fact uh, that irish people here in their own country are suffering immensely and are not being Taken into consideration or cared for in the way that they should be. I mean, I believe it's up to 200,000 now that are taken in potentially into the country. Just eight, well, eight and a half thousand homeless in Dublin are dropping the ocean compared to 200,000. I mean, so if they can cater for 200,000 people, surely they can look after eight and a half thousand. Uh, a personal friend of mine was found last Monday week dead in a tent uh, Thomas, I knew him very well he was a lovely guy, he was a father and a grandfather he was a brother, a son an uncle, a friend and he was he was in a tent, found dead in a tent you know, these people are coming over and being accommodated instantly whether it be hotels or members of the public coming forward and taking them in who by the way, I mean know nothing about these people. They could be taking in <laughs> a Ted Bundy, you know, a Larry Murphy. You, you know, they just don't know who they're taking in. I mean, these people even being vetted. It's absolutely crazy to say that to you. you know, I think it's, it's scandalous the way harmless people are being treated in this country. Um, I mean, especially considering that a lot of harmless people now, you know, did walk for many 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 years and paid taxes for years and years not to mention their family and extended family who have paid taxes for for decades you know so i think they deserve to be looked after they should be looked after you know so i'd like to see you bringing that up
1: now there's his message and in fact that's a little bit shortened from uh, the original message And I'm going to be talking to uh, Anthony in just a second, but I want to get your reaction uh, to that. There are over 9,000 homeless people in Ireland at this moment. As uh, Jeremy said, and he's probably correct in saying, uh, they're not necessarily sleeping on the streets, although some are. Uh, Many of them do have a roof over their head uh, this evening, but by no means is the accommodation that a lot of the uh, homeless have. uh, But it's far from ideal. Uh, the hostile situation and, oh, and all of that.
2: Absolutely, but they're not fleeing war. That is the difference, you know, and that's what I said and I know we're going to talk to this homeless guy, Anthony, who's saying, well, drug addiction is a war. Yes, it is a war, but and an argument for another day, drug addiction is, is self-inflicted in the addiction. It's brought on by the person. The war... In the Ukraine was not brought on by the, the Ukrainian people, so I can't. I don't think it's fair to uh, to um, compare the two.
1: Shannon, uh, you're on opinions matter. How are you, Shannon? Hey lad, what's the crack? How well, you, Shannon? Shannon, what's what's your reaction to uh, to that message? I'm just- yeah, go on. I'm just glad
4: you're bringing up this topic It absolutely sickens my arse, lads. Now, before everyone starts going at me in the comments and all, this isn't hate speech towards the Ukrainians. I'm not saying anything about the Ukrainian people. It's our government that sickens my arse. I have two homeless members of my family in town. My father, for one, his homeless accommodation only uh, went on fire the other evening there in Little Britain Street. He's been in that homeless accommodation for five years. There's not hope in hell of him getting a gas. My sister with her one-year-old baby is in the Salvation Army in Crumlin, and there's not a hope of her for the past year getting a house The place places, crawling with bugs and all. And it sickens my eyes that we're able to roll them over here Give them pennies, vouchers, vouchers for funfairs. there, I heard as well. All this, giving your man that got his car robbed in Ballymun 16k a and a few bits of pieces this is sickening to me lads this can't be happening, our government needs to cut on, I have no, no racism or no hatred in my heart for them Ukrainians, but we have a duty in this country to help every civilian be held no matter what, no matter whether they came from drugs or trauma or any family okay, circumstances, right. uh, we need to it's, it's, uh, okay, it's wrecking so the you, head lads
1: So your dad is homeless, your sister and a child are uh, homeless and it's, your are fine it's a bit galling to see thousands of people uh, coming in from uh, Ukraine and having a roof over their head fairly quickly.
4: Yeah, and you can't have your own opinion in this country, lads, or else you're a racist or a hate speech no, or this no, or
2: that. No, 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 of course you can, but one of the things that you said um, is that they were given pennies vouchers. Where did you hear that? Oh, it's
4: all over Facebook, ah, lads. Like, I can get just the videos. God. No, 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 Jeremy, don't you even start. I'll send you the videos as proof. They're all coming together to give vouchers. Now, for an example, I'm from Blanchardstown, yes, yeah? but I live in Longford the past eight years, right? Not that you know by my accent, right? But- all oh, they're holding them in these hotels down here and they were all given pennies vouchers and the way they're saying all men to the age of 60 have to stay in Ukraine, that's bull. And men are here as well. Yeah,
2: they,
1: there's Ford, not, there's, the not, not, there's, there's not as many of them. There isn't as many of them and that's been shown.
4: Well, well lads, here in Longford, I'm telling you now, they were having a great day out the other day down in the park here and I'm telling you, it was yeah.
1: loads of youngsters. Okay, but, but, uh, uh, Jeremy, Jeremy, let's deal yeah, with the fundamental, hang, hang on, on, well, hang you, on you, let's you, deal you, with the fundamental point here. I knew
4: I'd end up having no. words with Jeremy, no, I she, did, I no, swear. but
2: Shannon, you wouldn't be coaching them a uh, bloody, a uh, nice I mean, you said they were having a lovely day. Where's
4: that, where's that, where's the fun for a homeless, Jeremy? There's babies getting pissed on intensely. On O'Connell Street, well, where's their money? Where's again, their vouchers? Where's
2: again, their bit of life? Okay, Shannon, what baby has been pissed on in the tent on O'Connell Street?
4: Here, lads, th- Jeremy, don't try and start getting me and no, get fucked. No, I'm, I'm telling you now. Shh. Did you not hear it and see the videos? Where's our head been of people being pissed in in tents and their boogies are packed outside their tents? I helped the homeless for several years. I've seen it all with my own eyes. I helped the soup kitchen. Do you think?
1: that the Irish government should not be taking in anyone from Ukraine.
4: No, we've had our limit. We've taken in refugees from other countries before, and it's still leaving our people out. And you hear it in my voice, lads. This is coming from the heart. Oh, I, I'm I get that, sure.
2: Are you heartbroken for the kids who are living in bunkers in Ukraine in, in Kyiv? Uh, with Bob's yeah, I out. feel
4: sorry for the kids in Ukraine, but at the end of the day, lads, we didn't sign up for this. we like our people need to be sorted first. Like, let other countries take them in. We are to our limits, lad. This government has no health service. It has no mental health service. It has nothing. So why are we taking in people when we cannot provide for them, let alone our own
1: people? Okay, um, so, Shannon, you believe that if the government, if this country... ...is able to put a roof over the heads of um, thousands of Ukrainian uh, refugees. Um, 7,000 so far have sought accommodation in Ireland. The rest are staying with family and friends. Obviously, there's nothing you can say about them staying with uh, family and friends. But the ones that are being housed in hotels uh, or in accommodation, 7,000. You obviously believe that those 7,000 should be Irish people rather than Ukrainians.
4: Yeah, 150% and you can let anyone come on and slate me. I've seen the damage that this country... And just to drop in another thing, my child's father died of suicide last year and it was because they wouldn't uh, renew his medical card and the council wouldn't come and fix the draft in his housing and all. He killed himself over the stress of that. And that's what annoys me. If we can't help our own, we have no... Services for any other people, we haven't even got them for our own. Like, if these Ukrainians are coming over, they're going to have PTSD, they're going to have trauma. Well, sorry for you, our HSC can't help you because we're already down the swan as it is. Do you know what I mean?
1: Okay, stay there for one second because I want to bring in uh, some more calls. If you want to get involved in this conversation, you can send us a WhatsApp to 085. Eight two five twenty six twenty six. 2626 Now, uh, Jess, you're annoyed at what you're hearing. Why?
5: Because,
6: like, people are just not comprehending that people are getting their houses blown up. They're leaving their jobs, everything behind to come here. And people are like, oh... But what about the Irish people? What about us and all? Have you like I'm on drugs? Have you seen like most of the people that are on city streets? Have you seen taking them? And you're telling me it's just like because of unfortunate circumstances? It's because they have issues.
1: Uh, some do, some do. I, I would agree with you, and I'm sure even uh, sh- 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 Shannon would agree with you that some homeless people who are living on the streets have issues. I I, I assume you accept that, Shannon. Do you?
4: Yeah, some people have issues, but is it true? Some is true fault of their own. I'm not saying that. For an example, people are probably going to ring in and say, well, why isn't our that homeless if you have a home? We have personal family issues. That's no excuse. We are civilians of Ireland, and therefore we should be provided with a home, no matter your what you came from or who you
1: were or what trauma or drug addiction you went through. Okay, it's uh, uh, country uh, okay, we are Jess, Irish citizens. Jess, Jess, I want to just put that back to you. She's basically saying Irish citizens have a right to uh, a roof over their head. That's really her argument.
6: I understand everyone has a right to a home but like you just can't trust like some of the people that will get them houses and I know it's going to sound harsh but people who do have Oh my god They're going to be they're going to be given the house they're going to trash the place and then what happens? Are they
4: for fucking real? Right another thing lads yeah? Go on these people aren't getting vetted coming into this country. How do we know who's coming into this country? And she's saying our own homeless will wreck us. How do you know who these Ukrainians are? Yeah, yeah they but, came but so on, war. Hang. Doesn't mean they're innocent okay, people. Hang on,
2: Shannon. 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 Under normal circumstances, when there's no wars in the world, yeah, you go out to Dublin. Yes. Air- you go out to Dublin Airport any day, and there's thousands, tens of thousands of people uh, arriving. How do you know that they uh, that they are kosher? How That's do you-
4: what I'm no, me, I am not. I am not declaring anyone. I'm just saying anyone that comes into this country no it's, one's getting better regardless of Ukrainians the... but we're on the topic of Ukrainians now, the topic of Ukrainians now and that's what I'm saying she's saying homeless people will wreck gas and smash up gas and all no they wouldn't. Half of them would be delighted, delighted to be off the streets and it gives them a help and turn their life around and improve also. their life by having a home
1: I'm sorry Jess, what were you trying to say there?
6: Explain the ones then who when they're offered a home They're offered a, a genuine house and everything And they're like, no, I'm not taking that Explain that The minority The slight minority
4: the slight mi- Here I'll explain i to you, Jeff yes, no, I can sorry. go all day I can rock and roll with you all day, hon, yeah The slight There's a small, small minority A small minority Because they've been institutionalised Maybe in prison all their life Don't want to be in a place where they can lock the door at Like, they want to be out on the streets but most of them bloody don't, and they have kids, and they want a home. They want a home. They don't want to be stuck in a one-bedroom accommodation with the teen crawling, and their farms are getting lost in the council every day of the week. And your fucking mental health is and your mental health is slipping and all over. No, no, no. That is a small minority, minority in this country. I wouldn't take okay, J- of Jess, small Jess,
1: minority. Jess, I just want to put the point uh, that she's trying to make to you, and that is that the uh, way in which homeless people in Ireland are being treated is disgraceful, that you have some, families, some families living in uh, hotels, kids going to school from a hotel, um, and, and just, you know, just not having a good life. It's a horrible way to live. I mean, you have to accept that.
6: I do accept that yeah but I just feel like this whole argument of what about the Irish people you're just beating a dead horse like and I'm, I'm not buying it I'm not
4: buying like, it do you know what you need to do volunteer for the homeless in town volunteer to go around and give people tents and food and stand at the soup and then see the little two and four year olds waiting to get their food are you for real Jess are you wake up like, I'm sorry, I, I've been to, like, I've seen Dublin, I've seen, I've seen City Centre Well I've you not obviously it, don't coming from any sort same of the hardship thing. at all Cos they're sticking, you're not sticking up for your own Irish Where's our head at? Uh, young one, where's our head how at? How do you Get know come come from? Get out to the soup run and see them sitting on the freezing cold ground eating our food booties packed outside tents You go and see that shit and tell me That you're not sticking up for the Irish and they don't deserve a gap no fucking fear if you won't. Okay.
1: What's so, wrong with you? Stay there for one second if you can, please, uh, Shannon, because I want to play a couple of messages that have come into us. If you want to get involved in this conversation, send us a WhatsApp to 085-825-2626. This is Keith.
5: It's crazy. I was in a homeless hub home myself and to see all this like to pull these homes over. Ha. Huh? I understand these refugees are coming over. Um, but they're mixing the refugees, they're mixing them. They're mixing Ukrainians, who's Ukrainian women and children to come over with Asians as well, who's claiming that they're Ukrainians, which they're not. But they could pull these homes out of, out of nowhere for them. But over 10,000 Irish homeless and they they be told, no, it's already nothing for us. The line has to be drawn somewhere. Someone in Someone in government is lying. And it needs to get sorted soon.
2: All right, thanks very much, indeed, Keith. Very simplistic attitude towards homelessness, Keith. Do you talk to anybody? Even the the charities? Even Shannon, who does, by the way, I'm sure she does great work for homeless. She does a lot more than most. No, she of said us, she too. used to. She yeah, said she used she, to. It's a lot more than most I used
4: to. Of lad, since yeah. since my partner killed himself last year, I have done nothing but. I, I feel it in my heart. It's sickening. I came from a horrible home myself. I was homeless myself. My me, me brothers and sisters were fostered out. This therefore is why my father is homeless now and my sister is homeless. And I strongly feel it in my heart for the Irish people. I'll back the Irish 100%. 150% because we all deserve to be held to have a normal quality I know, of Shannon, life not Shannon, our background Shannon
2: when I see a child when I see a child like a, a 5 year old child I don't the first thing that pops into my mind isn't is that child Irish or what nationality I mean a child is a child and it shouldn't make any difference what country that child comes from when you see these children arriving I'm sure you saw the video of the kids arriving at the school in, in, in Italy last Germany, week and like, I'm,
4: not, I'm not saying don't help Ukrainian kids and this that yeah it's terrible it's terrible. It really is very sad and all that. But there, I'm looking at my little one year old niece, and she's been confined to the size of an ensuite bathroom as her whole living. Space. Yeah,
2: disgusting, disgusting. She, but we, she, but but she, Shannon, if you're saying if you're saying we should never offer help as long as we have a homeless crisis, no, then no, you, well, until
4: no. our mental health services at the top of their game, until we are able to provide, like. You have to remember, Jeremy. If they're coming from a traumatized place, war zone, they're going to have issues. Their children are going to have issues. My partner killed themselves over this bloody government and its 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 lack of care for the mental health services in this country. Yeah, but yet again, we're able to swing the doors open for them to get help. Okay, and say, Swing the it, doors open for them to be helped. Okay, stay there for one second,
1: uh, Shannon. I want to bring in Jay. Jay, you're on opinions matter. How are you? Afternoon, Adrian. Afternoon. Now, Jay, you're uh, you're angry with what you're hearing here. Why? Uh, all I'm hearing
5: off this um, this lady, just let's call her, is everybody's yeah, fault for course circumstances. Of Listen, sorry, 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 sorry. Listen for a second. All you're doing there is whinging you hell. Know. you're entitled. To, you're entitled. Oh, listen.
1: You're
5: entitled
4: no, to nothing. No, no, no. You're
1: entitled I to get off. Your I, head and, I I I am not. I am not. I am walking. I am not. I am on, I am not. I I am not. I am 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 I
5: okay why is her sister homeless why is she putting up her sister her father's homeless why did she put up her father she's coming up all excuses Or fella killed himself it's the council's fault it's the government's fault kids no, getting pissed no. on in the street it there's is. not there's it not is. one homeless child there's not one homeless child living on the streets of Dublin and if there is the oh child should be God, taken away from them they, they are, are I'm sorry get I get want, help I'm not going to help a I'm not going to help somebody that does not want to help themselves I am not going to help somebody that does not not want it. No, I, I am not going. See, everything, everything, this, this is what I'm telling to be. I came on to make a point, and yeah, I'm
1: getting. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm just fading them both out for a second. I've a splitting headache. Um, Jay, is he gone? Oh, he's gone. Actually, he's after hanging up. Um, oh right, okay. Um, Shannon, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. The point he's trying to make is that people. It shouldn't be No, making people excuses. me. he's saying but me, you, I don't you, work,
4: yeah. I don't work, I'm a hairdresser, I have two children and I own my own home and I told the people who come on and say because why are your sister and your brother homeless, or your dad homeless? Because of family problems, I can't tell everyone in my family and I just said that the Irish civilians, every separate family, whether you're all extended family or not because this is their own accommodation lads, end the story.
1: Okay, now I, I want to try and have a civilised conversation here for a second. Well you have get me off
4: the phone lads because I to go to the school and I'm not civil on this
1: topic at all. <laughs> Jay just, uh, she's going to go now what, what do you want to say about um, uh, the fact that homeless <laughs> people in Ireland need to be properly housed before we uh, house refugees from Ukraine.
5: I'm sorry about that, but Adrian, these people are being bombed out of existence. Right? They're being bombed out of existence. Okay. You can go on Facebook and find what you want. This business of Asians coming over mixing with Ukrainians, men coming over, we've seen what's happening. The men are parking their kids off and going back to fight for the land. And for that that woman that whatever she is on talking about homeless, have you heard what she said? It's everybody else's fault. The whole whole family are homeless. Has none of them got a job. Adrian, you know me a long time now. I was homeless ten years ago Mm -hmm. through my own stupid drinking and second up my marriage, yeah? Yep. I ended up on the streets I was on the streets for weeks I was I was homeless for over a year okay I went in and out of few of them dry hostels and wet hostels I didn't like any of them I got myself out of Dublin and there's the big thing I got myself out of Dublin I went to the Vincent de Paul in Kildare yeah they managed to house me for two weeks in one of their hostel places you know it's, it's for people that are sober I went and got put on a course then very fast at the time educated myself a bit better dragged myself back up and within a year from that I was in another place all on my own being paid for by myself okay so don't me that the homeless ain't being looked after. Okay. Everything is there for the okay, homeless so people. You, in, right. so you so just you, have to go I, and
1: get it. Okay, your, your, your point is that you sorted yourself out.
5: Yeah, I didn't sit there. I did, sorry, I tell a lie. For the first week I did sit there and I blamed every single person and his cat my situation. But you know what? It was all down
1: to me. Down to Uh, me. uh, All right. Shannon, uh, uh, Sorry, Shannon. I just want you to respond to what he's saying there.
4: No, I am responding to what he's saying, uh, Adrian. Listen, I'm not blaming anyone, only our government. And listen, the way you're going on is if my dad strung out of his head. My dad's a drug counsellor and he's still in homeless accommodation. So don't give me your shy. Great, you're the motivation and you're the bit of help to get yourself up and out, Adrian. But some people don't. Yeah. My dad's an actual drug counsellor and motivation. he's doing the but but he's still, he's still in the same place.
1: So describe his living conditions.
4: Well, his living conditions, it, it, it actually it went, it, it, his accommodation actually went on fire the other evening. And um, seven people were brought to hospital, but me, that's grand. But I'm just saying that it's absolutely a disgrace that that man is blaming. The Irish, just because he was able to dig himself out of a hole. A lot of people aren't in that mental headspace. first of all.
1: Okay. They all haven't right, got okay. the
5: mental health services to drag them
4: out okay. of it. In the yeah, and, and, and Jay, I want to
1: just go back to you, and she does make a very valid point. that of
5: excuses, Adrian, why does that father go and rent a room in a house? Why doesn't he go? Does he have he a, a job? Me. Does he have a job? Okay, why doesn't he rent a room in a house? Why is he waiting on somebody else to house him, if he's able to walk? He can't afford it. Is he Oh, will you stop, will you? How can I can afford when i have a lot of bloody kids? Do you know why? Because I walk hard. I moved into an area where I could afford. See, there I see there, there am. I have no excuses. But do you want to know why? When someone's put in front of me, i fix it. They can blow it I don't you blow on all you're doing. All you're you doing is running 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 all all day day long. And you i
7: you that i going to the for you. up on what you're
1: talking about. Achieving nothing. We're achieving nothing. Shouting at each other like that. Let's bring in a WhatsApp voice note from Eddie. Good
7: afternoon, lads. I'm going to store the hornets this here just listening to that woman there going off in a rant about babies being pissed on in tents, etc. It's like this, it's simple. If you're homeless, you shouldn't be having children. And if you're in a place where you can't afford to live, well then don't bring children into the world. If you can't look after yourself, you can't look after a child. I only read there a while ago of a woman who was in a, a BB. and she was complaining that she had a and b with one room and her two children. So what did she do? She went and got pregnant again. I mean, come on. It's it's not fucking rocket science. Just try to be responsible. Yeah, we have a homeless crisis, but we all have a level of personal responsibility to try and make our lives easier. You know what I mean? I didn't have kids because I can't afford them. And if half the people had that attitude, we wouldn't be in half of the mess we're in now.
1: Now, Shannon, I know you have to run, but I want you to just let you respond to that.
4: I just wanted to say to that fella there that, as I said previously, there's a small minority in this country, yeah, that are lazy, that won't help themselves, and that are having children every day of the week. But then there's their genuine cases, lads, that have had the f- past four Christmases with their kids in a B and B. Like, it's not on, like, and as I said, this is an hate speech towards, we're going off the top of slightly, about Ukraine and all. This is, our government needs
1: to, Okay, needs to and I, I,
4: other countries right. needs to help us as well. It's and I, I, I,
1: I take all of that. I think that the living conditions that some people have, um, where they're being kept in, as you said, in B&Bs, in hotel rooms and all of that. And your
4: man there calling me and me down all lazy. I'm a hairdresser, I'm working here I have two children. My sister's working as well and she's homeless. My dad has a job, but some people's circumstances are just like that. For example, my sister's mental health since she moved into that. Uh, accommodation in Crumlin has declined rapidly. She's lost a serious amount of weight, and we're not on drugs, I'm not on drugs. It's not all about drugs. People mm. think we're not housing okay. the homeless because they're on drugs. Not all of them are. No, not all of them
1: are. I agree with you 100%. Shannon, you're a great talker. I've really enjoyed talking to you. Thanks very much indeed. Sorry for wrecking you in uh, <laughs> head. <headless. laughs> good luck. Bye bye. All right. Um, any chance, Shannon, before you go,
2: you can send me in a packet of your fan <laughs> as well, if <as> possible. <laughs> All right, we're back. No, in- you know what? Fair play to her; she's very passionate. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I don't agree with everything she says, but you can't you can't doubt her passion. Absolutely not.
1: Back in a sec. Opinions matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Go ahead! Now, let's have a listen to uh, this WhatsApp voice note from Darren. And that one is basically saying she just, because she's Irish, she has an entitlement to a house.
5: What a lot of bollocks. Go out and work like everyone else and go get a house.
1: Simple as that. Wanting well, the government to scratch her fucking ass as well. Uh, Darren, here's the thing: for uh, you just heard her describe how her uh, father is homeless. He doesn't. He can't afford a place. He's he's on a bad wage. Obviously, he can't afford a place, and he believes and she believes that he is entitled to have somewhere uh, to live. Let's have a listen to uh, this WhatsApp voice note from Mark. Jay, but it sounds weird like are just on here to
5: bleed and troll. Look, that girl is just telling a story there and you're here fucking screaming out as if she's had to do something bad in you. Look, yeah, Indians are mixing with the Ukrainians coming fucking in. There's a video all over fucking Facebook about it. Go have a look at it. Cop
1: yourself on, will you? And I've seen that video myself, uh, Mark, and I'm sure lots of you have seen that video. Uh, and it is, it is disgraceful. Uh, that particular video that's been doing the rounds over the last uh, couple of days... It is disgraceful that these guys are claiming to be Ukrainian. Um, In fact, one of them in the video said he was 60. Um, He no more looks 60 now than, well, actually, I probably look 60, but um, these guys no more look 60, but they're the exception. They're, you know, not everybody coming into uh, the country from Ukraine is a scam artist. Let me go to Aziza now. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you?
0: Yeah, hello. Hi, how, are, how you? are you? Good.
1: What did you want to say on this?
0: Um. Well, first of all I think there was a lot of unnecessary hostility. I think we need to all remember that at the end of the day we all want the best for everybody. But um, one thing I think a lot of the Irish who are opposed to the idea of Ukraine's coming over, I think they forgot that. During the famine, America, for example, helped us quite a bit. Over 180 investors actually sailed to Ireland with relief goods from the US. And that just shows that when Ireland was in need, we were helped. And so I think when other countries are in need, we should help too. Of course, you know, there's a lot of people
1: who need support, need housing. but and And we are helping. That's the thing. We are taking thousands of refugees uh, into the country. Uh, At at last count, over 14,000. The government have said there will be no upper cap and we will just keep uh, taking refugees in as long as they want to come. You think that's the least we can do? And that's fair enough, and a lot of people agree. A lot of people are happy to see that Ireland is helping as best we can. However... (laughs) We do have a situation where we have 9,150 homeless adults and children in Ireland being housed in emergency accommodation. And what I'm hearing is that's not acceptable. If we're able to accommodate 14,000 Ukrainians, Mm -hmm. we should be able to accommodate our own.
0: The issue that a lot of people are forgetting about is that Homelessness is not just, oh, I need a home. Homelessness occurs for so many reasons. For example, I myself, I was homeless with my daughter who's two now. she's four months old. Why? Because of domestic violence. And that is why we were homeless. Were we in dire need of a home? No. Why? Because we needed to support. I, as a single mother... I needed the support, the counselling, I needed a lot. But still, I was counted in as part of that number of the homeless people. So you got to remember, that exact number of people who are homeless in Ireland, they are not all people who are in dire need of a home. A lot of these people are homeless for different reasons. I'm a social care student, you know, on my place I've dealt with a lot of cases of homelessness. You know, I worked with people who are struggling with addictions. And for a lot of them, yes, they are homeless, but they are not suitable to living on their own. A lot of these people, they're not waiting just for homes. They're waiting for assisted living. They're waiting Mm -hmm. for residential units, you know. And that's what people need to remember. And unfortunately, there is a lot of loopholes in the system at the moment, where, for example, if somebody is homeless, if they're, you know, sleeping from um, hotel to hotel, hostel to hostel, they don't have a fixed address. They're not able to get a welfare payment without a fixed address. And isn't isn't this
1: part of the problem? And that's what I was hearing from Shannon, that we need to uh, help these people before we throw open our, um, our borders to help people from the other side of Europe.
0: See, The reason why I don't agree with that is because, of course, in the government, you, you know yourself, there's people dealing with different sectors, you know. And so we should, by all means, open our borders to whoever needs it. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that, you know, whoever is in charge of all the loopholes in the legal system regarding homelessness, they should be actively working to help the homeless Irish people, and not just the Irish people, anyone who is a citizen of Ireland who is homeless. They need to be held. These loopholes, they need to be... Looked over again. Okay, so
1: can you understand the anger from somebody like uh, Shannon who talks about her dad being homeless and her sister being homeless uh, and yeah. yet she sees people coming into the country, um, uh, um, not that she begrudges them but he, she and a lot of people, in fact Anthony was the guy who brought it up in the first place, I'm going to be talking to yeah. in a second, he uh, can't understand how suddenly we can find places to live for 7,000 people and we can't find places for our own people to live.
0: When it comes to um, the lady Shannon, what's her name? I fully, completely understand. I really empathise with her, you know. I have so much sympathy for the lady because she has been dealt Clearly a hard hand. This is her own family. She's clearly a family person. She loves her family and she has her own issues to deal with. And this lady, she needs support. She needs people to understand where she's coming from. We also need to understand that at the end of the day, we are all only people. Some people, they respond with hostility. You know, some people react. There's a very big difference between responding and reacting. Lady Shannon, she unfortunately, I think, reacted because she has so much pain in her. That's oh. understandable. Okay. She has every right to do so. And, you know, anyone else, as the sort of issue. We need
1: to understand where they are coming from. Okay, stay there for one second, Aziza. Let me bring in uh, Anthony. Um, Anthony, welcome to Opinions Matter. Thanks, Adrian. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Now, uh, it was you that brought this to us uh, in the first place, and you were actually uh, reacting to a previous podcast that we did uh, about a month ago on a similar uh, topic. And your point is... While you yourself have offered your own beds to a Ukrainian, you believe that Irish people well, need like that's, be-
8: that's, not exa- that's not exactly what I said. What I said was well, I'm currently in transitional housing, and I did say to a, a lady staff member there that, I mean, they, these Ukrainian people deserve all the help they can get in abundance. So I want to make that clear. I have nothing against Ukrainian people coming to this country. Everybody as a whole should be putting their hand out to help these people. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is, and getting back to what I said about my bed, I said to the staff member, I would actually give my bed up for a Ukrainian refugee as much the same as I would give up for an Irish homeless person if I had that opportunity, but unfortunately I don't. But all I'm saying is, is that with 200, up to 200,000 Ukrainians coming into the country, if they can house those amounts of people, basically at the drop of a hat, why can't they do the same for 9,000 and odd? homeless Irish people and it, I mean th- this situation with Ukrainians it's just basically putting a spotlight on the homeless situation here in Ireland the because they're all fluctuating here into air country you know um, and I do think I mean Nine thousand not homeless people is a drop in the ocean compared to two hundred thousand Ukrainians coming into the country. Mm-hmm. As I said, here, yeah, yeah, by, by, by the way,
1: by the way, we, we haven't reached anything like that levels. Uh, fourteen thousand have arrived into Ireland so far. It's yeah, very... So potentially, it's they're ve- saying
8: that's the numbers. So potentially, it will it will be up to two hundred thousand. The same potential
1: could be could be now. Yeah, uh, there's peace yeah. talks going on at the moment. Maybe that something will come of that. Maybe the, there will be a ceasefire or whatever. Hopefully. So hopefully, absolutely, hopefully yeah uh, but you, your point was that uh, much and all as you understand the need for us to take in uh, Ukrainian Absolutely. refugees you uh, understand they're fleeing from war all of uh, all of that we've seen it on our televisions mass murder yes, it is mass murder, I agree. Uh, yeah. however, what you're saying is that it highlights how, on the one hand, we've been able to accommodate seven or eight thousand Ukrainians, and we can't accommodate our own
5: exactly
8: exactly i mean this is and this is not about money. I talking about accommodation as a whole here you know they have to find a room to accommodate these people overnight, you know. So I'm not saying it's, it's, it's about money or anything else. It's the actual realm. I mean, if you look at the amount of buildings that's borrowed up and everything else in Dublin alone, it's outrageous, you know. I mean, there's plenty of buildings they can open up and and, and put the homeless in, even just for emergency uh, accommodation overnight, until the next day you can find somewhere else at least. And I just want to make a point as well, as Jeremy was saying there earlier on, that drug addiction is uh, self-inflicted. Addiction is a disease, Adrian. And it's an incurable disease. It's treatable with support systems, AA, as such, NA, and um, family and friends. But it's an incurable disease that people have. Uh, can I just um, can so I just
2: address, address that point for a second, Anthony? Just um, for for clarity. Yeah, go ahead. Um, my my point on that was that anybody, and yet yeah, there are many many reasons why people take take drugs. You know, they may be invicti- victims, of service, victims, so yeah, victims yeah. of abuse. But my point was, and it's it's. A point that a lot of people agree with is that nobody ever ties somebody down to a chair and forces the first bit of heroin to, into them or cocaine or whatever. So the act, the act of taking drugs, um, is is done uh, not under duress. Somebody chooses. It's a choice that someone makes.
8: Well, to, I, to, don't know. I don't, I don't duress. But you know, because the things that happened to me during my childhood, which I'm not going to discuss on the on, on the radio. But I mean, I didn't just wake up one day and decide, oh, I'm going to go out and take drugs and drink alcohol. You know, I was dealing with my own personal demons, stuff that I couldn't go out to people in authority with because it was people in authority who drove me to where I was in the first place. The, the system failed me and of course, yeah. hundreds of thousands of other people in this country. You let know, me, so let, the let, let let me there, go thing
1: um, to Let me go back to one of the points that Jay was making earlier on, and he described how he himself was homeless. But he got himself For a few
8: weeks. He wasn't homeless. He was homeless for a couple of weeks. That's not homeless. You, down the sleep in the doorway, putting your head into your jumper to breathe hot air in your body, that's homeless. Sleeping in a limer. Being pissed on, that's homeless. Waking up in a tent at four o'clock in the morning, absolutely freezing, that's homeless. Not one or two weeks and then going into some place that like getting him a course and get him off of the street and then rebuild his life in a matter of weeks.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, but hang on. The point that he made was he helped himself. And, and I'm interested in, in your situation, Anthony, because you were um, a, a drug addict, an alcoholic, and you are clean for months now. Which is fantastic. Yes, yeah,
8: uh, uh, yeah, seven months. Just almost seven months now.
1: Yeah, and
8: uh, I'm in exactly the same position as thousands of other people who are homeless now currently on the streets. I was once where they are now. And so was that guy, Jay. He was once in the same position as one of them, so he claimed. So she, he should know better than to be making remarks like that. You know, that he got himself out of that situation. He just said that he was helped. He was taken into a place. And he basically of them and got him back on his feet. So he didn't do it on his own. Would you, you, cannot beat this, you cannot beat this disease on your own. Because I couldn't have got where I am today on my own. Not where else is the part I have. There's absolutely no way I could have done it on my okay, own. Okay, would you, you know? would
2: you agree, and we're slightly off the point here, but would you agree, and you're great at talking about I mean, you could talk about you should be doing talks in places on homelessness to people. Um, but would you agree that when it comes to homelessness, there's certain people who will always fall through the cracks. Uh, and I, I'm thinking, uh, I'm, I'm not in a disrespectful Absolutely. way, but, but, but I'm thinking... Why no, think, is anybody else's
8: heart at the same No, no,
2: I'm just thinking of Jonathan Corrie as an, as an example um, of someone who just... Everything was done for him. Uh, People tried to help him. He was given several houses, wasn't he, by his parents. And he was just someone that fell through the cracks. And that's why homelessness is such a complex, uh, it's a complex problem because it's not a case. In a lot of the cases, it's not a case of, the government just deciding tomorrow okay, we've a 60 acre plot of land in County Mead. Let's build 5,000 houses and house all those homeless families and put them in and everything will be fine and dandy. It's not as straightforward as that because in a lot of cases the people can't work or they have um, they have mental health issues uh, th- there's drug dependency issues so it's not always as simple as just putting somebody into a house. You saw what happened with Jonathan Corey. It's a tragic story but still ended up dying on the streets there's some people who no matter what you do for them; they're just going to fall through the
1: cracks. Let me bring in uh, just one or two more calls. Um Mark, you're on. Opinions matter. How are you, Mark?
9: Hello. I was just listening to the last few callers, right? And I think personally that it's a, an Irish cultural issue uh, that stems, like that's that's actually what stems the uh, that's what is has made the homelessness situation in in this country so as bad as what it is. And um, I think. It's all like if it, just for an example, right? If you if you ask any person, foreign person, right, whether it be from America or Eastern European, if you ask them to name say five or ten things about Ireland, the first things that come to their mind when they think about Ireland, you're guaranteed that the first thing they're gonna one of the first things they're gonna say is drinking and pubs and alcohol. That mm-hmm. they're bound to say that, right? So. That's what I think, it, that's what like the alcohol, obviously addiction. I agree with Jeremy and what he said. He started off this whole debate about um, most of the people that are on the streets. Well, I don't know if you use the word most, but the majority of people that are on the streets suffer with addiction or mental health. And I fully agree with that. Like, you just have to look at the videos of people, these charities that go out and they try to give to these uh, homeless people, you know, whether to be in tents and stuff. And, like, I've seen, especially over the last couple of years, right, I've seen people give out gloves, scarves, hats, food vouchers and stuff and you always get of every second family or every second couple of people they're always asking for money you know why are they asking for money Do you know what I mean, and I mean you, you're, mean you're right I mean, nobody, it, it, knows, it, it, nobody knows
2: this better than me I've spent the last 25 years since I started working in radio I've interviewed countless amounts of homeless people I've done reports from from the streets uh, I've slept in doorways with homeless people I've interviewed so many I've, I've done interviews in, in hostels and in homeless hostels so I know the situation Um and in a lot of the cases, there were drug dependency issues.
9: Yeah, oh, Jeremy, that's what I was just thinking yeah. myself. Like, I'd love to know the um, the ratio. Like, you know, I'd love a survey to be done and for people to know, or like for a survey to be done and to see the trajectory of of like who is on the street for who has addiction issues, who has mental health issues, why they were actually, why they were made homeless in the first place. And I can guarantee you, like you said, uh, Adrian, you said some people have addiction issues. I'm going to say no, but the majority of people are homeless. The majority now, and I don't know the, the percentages, right? But I'd be saying that like, between 80 and 90% of the people on the streets, this is just a guess, right, an estimation, I would say, suffer with addiction or mental health issues. Like.
1: And I would uh, imagine you're probably not far off the mark. However, one of the points that Shannon was making earlier on is that we just don't have enough support services to help these people. They're just yeah. left to
9: their own devices. Oh, okay, and what happens then Like, she, I know she's thinking, like, I love Ireland, right? I love my people, I love my country, right? But put the, put the, show on the other on, on the other foot. Can you imagine if a country invaded Ireland, right? And tried to take over our country and we started getting bombing out of our houses. I'd like to think that other countries would offer us the olive branch. And Absolutely.
1: Us- and, and, and you could be guaranteed they would. That's the yeah, reality exactly. of it. Yeah, yeah. So and I- uh, in terms of the argument that we need to care for um, our own homeless people first before we take in tens of thousands of Ukrainians. What do you say to that?
9: But that that's that's that, that argument just doesn't stand because that's like saying my children are better than your children. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it's not. We're all human. Like it, nobody, nobody is better than anyone else. So why should her kids be fucking uh, get preferential treatment over a little Ukrainian child that has lost absolutely everything? Do you know what I mean? Why he's got like, they've lost their house, they've lost their their livelihoods, they've lost absolutely everything, and they've nothing. They've literally nothing. Do you know what I mean? So what, like, why shouldn't our country try to help out? What our innocent families. Well, like the, uh, the
1: f- reality of it is our country is helping out. And, uh, you know, for the size of this little country yep. of ours, we really are helping and out, you know which is you, fantastic. And
2: you know what, lads? Uh, when, this all, when this is all over, and it will end, hopefully it'll end sooner rather than later, when this all ends, we will be on the right side of history because you look at... You know, if you've, most of us have studied World War II in school when we were in school, and about, you know, there were certain countries that took the Jews in when they were fleeing from Nazi Germany. There were certain countries that, that turned them away. And do, yeah. you, do you want to be on the wrong side of history as the, like, like, you look at the UK, absolutely shameful. Uh, the, their response uh, to this crisis it's absolutely true. No, it has improved compared to us I think every and forget about the right wing fascists uh, who'll be listening to this podcast later and going ah government propaganda, government propaganda, these people are so hateful they won 't hear they believe the charity starts at home, but they don't have a charity a charitable bone in their body. They, they wouldn't do anything for charity so I think we can be proud of ourselves and what we've done and that we'd be able to stand up in 10 years time and say to our kids when they're growing up well we were on the right side of history when those uh, poor Ukrainian families were fleeing a war torn country we did all we could
1: we'll squeeze in one final WhatsApp voice note from Louise
5: hey
4: Louise here um, I just don't think that we can conflate um, the homeless issue with the war in the Ukraine. They're two completely separate things. We're talking about life and death. Um, and yeah, obviously a homeless crisis in Ireland, but they're just not comparable. So I just um, i just can't get on board with people's argument. Are they saying to um, just leave people to die because there's a homeless crisis in Ireland? It just... Yeah, it doesn't make any sense.
1: All right, Louise, thanks very much indeed uh, for your uh, message. The homeless
2: issue, and this is not to, 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 you know, to say, to play it down or whatever, it's a huge, huge issue, but it, it often gets used by people as a whipping stick um, against any other, like anything that comes up, you know. I, I, I remember, even I remember, this shows you how long I'm working in radio, when they decided to put the spire up on O'Connell Street, Where was I the night they were putting the spire up? On O'Connell Street. I was on O'Connell Street speaking to people who were angry because they should look after the homeless first. So anytime, anything... I mean, how do you think Americans feel? The amount of money that the Americans spend sending people to space, the amount of money the Americans spend building F-16 bomber jets, yeah? And if you go to... Have you ever been to a city... In America where homelessness is. I have, yeah, it was
1: only a couple of weeks ago.
2: Yeah, LA, I've been in LA where homelessness, California, uh, all along California, that's where the homeless people go because of the good weather. And you drive under a bridge and you see like 30
1: people just sleeping. We don't have it that bad. We don't. Proportionately, we probably do. We just don't see it as, as as much as you might. Anyway, thank you very much indeed, all of you, for getting involved in this latest Opinions Matter podcast. If there's anything that you would like us to discuss on the podcast, it's very easy to get in contact with us. You can do what Anthony did. You can send us a WhatsApp to 085- 825 2626 Uh, you can also email us the email address is allopinionsmattershow at gmail.com that's allopinionsmattershow at gmail.com there's the music there it is and that tells us that's the end of this latest Opinions Matter podcast if you have enjoyed it please hit subscribe or follow and you'll be notified the next time we upload a new podcast thanks for listening Subscribe to this podcast
0: for free on the Go Live app.